This is Owen from Bite Size Irish and welcome to episode Noka Kahar, episode 94 of the Bite Size Irish podcast. Welcome in, Falchis Jach, and let's talk about Gwelge Gach La. So lately I was reading a book called Mastery. It's by an author called Robert Green, and he's written a couple of books on this type of topic. But he talks about mastering of skills and how it's almost outdated in our current world. We just like like to call in somebody. Um, it's not worth putting in the effort, we tell ourselves. Um, what are you doing putting in that effort? And for me, that's interesting because... Like if you're an Irish language learner or speaker, you've invested so much time of your life energy into this topic, this calling. And it can be almost hard to justify the energy that you're putting into it, right? You might almost be second guessing yourself. People would be asking you like, why are you bothering learning this language in the first place? Why are you are you bothering attending classes? But you know inside, if you ask yourself, there's some kind of calling. There's some deep calling, isn't there? And Robert Greene talks about this calling, that if you're lucky enough to have already discovered this life calling, this life task, as he calls it, then uh, you're a step ahead. But you can still keep digging into your life and see basically what tickles your fancy. Where does your curiosity lead you? And in the context of learning to speak the Irish language, I'd be asking you, well, what brought you on this journey? How come you're on this journey already wanting to speak the Irish language when most people would never have thought about going this far, about dipping into the language, making a real connection with Ireland's culture? So it might not be your only life's calling, um, but I suspect that if you're listening to this podcast, that the Irish language and Ireland's culture, Ireland's history, uh, Ireland's atmosphere uh, makes some part of your daily life. So to get into the technicalities a bit, Robert Greene, the author of Mastery, talks about submitting to reality and doing this through the phase of apprenticeship that they had, I guess, in medieval Europe. And the first step, he breaks it into three steps, observation, skills acquisition and experimentation. And the first step is observation, deep observation. Now, this is where you get excited in a new project, like you're you're uh, getting a taste of everything around you and suddenly you feel overwhelmed. You see how big the task is ahead of you. And I'm sure if you've dipped into the Irish language, you've hit that step. And it's the troubling step because that's where most people stop. They don't keep going. And the fact that you have kept going means that you're already a step ahead of others. And you're bringing yourself from being a learner to maybe ultimately being a speaker. But this deep observation step, it really takes active learning, active observation, uh, looking at patterns, maybe studying. I think that's where our current Bite Size Irish courses lie because our online courses currently you do have language support that you can email us and apart from that 
when you're studying in your own time, I think this is where you're, you're investing your life energy. This is where you're investing your time. You're looking at patterns, building up understanding of the Irish language. You're hopefully making notes in a notebook or on paper, drawing diagrams, uh, building up tables, even of tables of verbs or something like that. But this is really where you have to put in the work on your own, I think, to, to bring you to a certain step in the language. Unless you're uh, lucky enough to be really immersed in the language with a speaker. But even then, I think you have to do a bit of your own work, right? And then we go on to step two, the skills acquisition. And Robert Greene says this step can be tedious. That's the trouble because... You're putting in this uh, deliberate practice over and over again. And uh, further than that, he says that uh, you can't pick up every skill that you want. You really have to focus, focus your skills, focus what you want to pick out, focus what you want to work on and keep working at that skill. And I wonder if as you listen to this, how do you feel that applies to your Irish language learning? And then the step three is experimentation. This is when you've uh, started to kind of master or reach or uh, move toward mastery of your chosen skill, your chosen area. This is where you start to really get creative. And for me, when you're learning a language, this is when you start being able to express yourself. So in the skills acquisition, you can start to speak the language already. It just, you don't necessarily have to have um a dynamic conversation you're just saying the same phrases and doing the same conversation over and over again and that is fine in my opinion so a little quote from the book robert says we learn a language by actually speaking it as much as possible not by reading books and absorbing theories the more we speak and practice the more fluent we become and afterwards, you enter this cycle of accelerated returns where you're really diving deep into the topic and you're getting so much more and you're, you're gaining skills and you build on top of that and you're just leapfrogging. You're, you're just jumping from one step for, to another for, um, as you dive deeper into this journey. So it's a bit of a chicken and egg problem, isn't it? Because most people are our instinct will be to say, well, I can't speak the language and therefore I won't speak the language and therefore I can't learn to speak the language because I don't speak it every day. <laughs> and it's easy to get caught up in this logical cycle and we're stuck just looking at the Duolingo app every day and just learning vocabulary and not going further. So for me, uh, this is really important and I, I'm crystallizing this in my mind with the phrase of Gaelga gach la Irish every day because if you're not making if you're not using the Irish language every day I feel you're not moving toward being a, from a learner to a speaker of the language and being a speaker of the Irish language means that you speak it right it's an active quality you're not just studying books anymore you are speaking the language now how do you do that how in practicality how do you speak the language every day and to be honest it's tough I don't have answers but I know that this week as I'm recording now this is June 2019 
um, were publishing this week that the Cardlin and Towerig at Bite Size Irish is launching. It's a four week workshop, online workshop, unique Irish language workshop, where the goal is to get you to use the Irish language every day for those four weeks. And maybe we can um, have a goal of uh, seeing how many people who participate in the workshop end up using the Irish language every day. I'm really excited to see that. So if you go to www.bitesize.irish slash cardlin or slash workshop, that will bring you to uh, Cardlin and Towerig, where when registration will be open, and it's only open for a week, um, that you'll be able to participate in this private community where we give you structured conversations. So you'll have role play with your peers, with your peer learners, meet them on video calls and practice conversation between you. Then on weeks two, three and four, we'll also have Q&A sessions, sessions with the Bite Size team. And we'll also have daily challenges on the private private forum to get you to try out different things like listen to a certain podcasts or do something like that around the Irish language so that you're connecting with those people around you, those people who are on the same journey as you. And the forum, this private community will only last the four weeks and I think we'll make it available for one more week after that. But after that, it's finished, it's gone. And my hope is that the connections that you build with people during this cardlin will far outlive the cardlin itself. So www.bitesize.irish slash cardlin. Now, on to our listener questions. We've got a question from Paul from Nova Scotia, Albanua. Let's go. is Misha Paul, and will to is Malam do Hwadrila Tami Mohoni in Albanua, Agas Tami Imawal, the Human and Glena, the Irish Association of the Annapolis Valley in Albanua. We were founded about three years ago to create a community of people to support the learning of Guelga and Irish culture in Annapolis Royal in western Nova Scotia. Annapolis is a very small community located uh, almost three hours west of Halifax, the capital. We've already hosted two weekends of immersion in the Irish language and culture in October uh, the past two years and plan our third one this coming October. During this event called Glenna Gwelga, we have the support of scholars from the ICUF program, the Ireland-Canada University Foundation. These scholars are essential to our success. No one in our group is fluent, but I've taken the lead to try and keep a few steps in front of the others. To do this, I try to listen to videos, songs, YouTube, TG Kahar, Radio Naguel Tachta, take classes via Skype or Google Hangouts, Duolingo, reading, Facebook groups, and more. My question to you is, how should a group such as ours work without a fluent Gwelgor? Gore Mahagata Owen, Agaslan. Oh, Paul, I love it. It's Brailamisha. You're showing that uh, just by the fact that you list out everything that you're doing, Facebook, Duolingo, listening to Radio Nagueltachta, you're in the open attitude of learning the Irish language, and I love it. And fair play to you, Mahu, for uh, starting this group, if you started it, but from you're absolutely continuing on with the group. That's obvious anyway. And to deal with your question, Paul, of... 
what to do when you're in a group and you don't have a fluent Gwilgor with you? Well, first of all, I think we, we can do like a SWOT analysis, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats <laughs> of your situation. Um, I would accept reality first and not beat yourself up about this. It's not a we have uh, Irish language questions, but sorry, we have an Irish language class, but we don't have an Irish language teacher. It's more like we have an Irish language class and we don't have an Irish language teacher. I think you can play to your strengths. And for me, the main thing you can do is emphasize the responsibility that each person has coming to this class because it's so easy for them if they have a teacher available they can just like outsource all their thinking over to the teacher and say hey what does this mean oh um, what's the word for this in English or in Irish and asking the teacher to do things that they could do for example look up a dictionary right Um, So I think that's where your opportunity lies, basically explicitly giving uh, the responsibility to everybody participating in your group to pull everybody else up. And sure, you know yourself, Paula, I'm sure you'll agree that by teaching something, it's a humbling experience because you realize what you don't know. Um, So even the, the people who feel more advanced in your group, I'm sure simply by teaching, simply by feeling like um, advisors to others, um, that they are growing themselves. It's not like they're being dragged down, but they're being dragged up by the people who are not as good as them. Here's a practical tip, Paul. How about this? That in your class, you'd uh, give a task to one of the, the, let's say, weaker uh, speakers, one of the newer speakers of the Irish language in your group, and ask them to present something about the Irish language, like a certain topic. Maybe we're talking grammar. Maybe we're talking history. Um, but to give them some kind of responsibility so they stand up in front of the group. And it's not just you. It's not everything is on your shoulders to come up with activities and topics to talk about. So how about that? It'd be lovely to hear back from you, Paul, to see how it goes. All right. On to... Um, Jacqueline or Jacqueline? I, I, I'm guessing something like Jacqueline uh, in the Netherlands. Here we go. Tiachwit Owen, Kunasatatu. Jacqueline is I'm Doom. I study theology in the Netherlands and I really like your pos- podcast, so Gurumachagat. Um, I visited Dublin and Ireland a few weeks ago, so I was really happy when I came back to see your podcast so I could just learn a little bit more and stay in that Irish vibe and yeah so I I really like it and I've learned a lot uh, and I also have two questions what is a bog it's a word I had to learn via Duolingo I really don't know what it is but I feel like it's really Irish so what is it and I also have a question about the prefixes I had to learn one sentence in Duolingo and it says ta advance gushnur so I wonder what is the age doing in Van and the age in Khushnur? Like, what is the logic behind it? So I'm really curious and yeah, I hope you can answer these questions. Greetings from Holland. Ah, fantastic. I love this, Jacqueline, too, because you're using the energy that you have from visiting Ireland and you're investing that 
life energy now into being interested in the Irish language, right? So this is fantastic. And what I would say is keep it up. Find a sustainable way to make the Irish language part of your every single day. Gaelga gachla. Don't give it up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Keep it going. I love that you're actively learning the Irish language. It feels like you're in this deep observation phase from Robert Greene's mastery, if we put it that way. And so you asked about ta and ven, sechwishnior. So for those who don't understand, that means the woman is in the fridge. And Duolingo do like to put in uh, funny phrases. And yes, they do. They do do it on purpose. I've asked them, and yes, they do it on purpose. <laughs> so what's the logic? Okay, I would be inauthentic, Yakulian, to say, to tell you exactly what's going on, because I don't have the grammatical wherewithal knowledge, terminology to explain it properly to you. So instead of looking up this on, on my own, um, I'm not going to answer it directly. <laughs> so I'll leave it as a task to you to maybe uh, find a Facebook group. Um, for example, if you're a Bite Size Irish member, you could ask our language assistant or even just contact Bite Size Irish. I'm sure we can help you out. Ta an van sa Well, when we have grammatical rules, in the end, I always remind myself that Grammar is there to convey meaning, to convey information to the person listening. So, kwishnyor is a refrigerator, and sa kwishnyor um, adds a bit more information that the sa, the, that prefix, is affecting the word coming after it. And it basically helps the, the learner, sorry, it helps the person listening to the sentence understand it better. Now, why is that shevu there, sachwishnor? I guess the rule is when you have sa, that it puts a shevu on the word coming after it. And on ven, why is it not on ben? Because ben is the base word of be, of a woman, ben. And ta an ven. Why is it ta an ven and not, not ta an ben? I guess because the word ben is feminine. And it brings upon itself a shevu, but this is my guess without looking back, looking it back up, checking back my notes or checking back the bite size Irish course. So, Jacqueline, yeah, that's a, a nice task for you to reach out. Well done for reaching out to us, asking about that. Our language assistants at Bite Size Irish would definitely be able to help you there if you need more help there. So, on we go. Um, if you want to ask your own question, uh, to the Bite Size Irish podcast. That's the part I love about this podcast, being able to connect with you guys. So thanks, Paul and Jacqueline, for your questions because you make the podcast, essentially. So what you can do is go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast. Really easy. There's a button on that page. And if you can, write out your question beforehand so you have an idea of what you're asking. Try to have a good internet connection if you can. And just ask your question, introduce yourself, tell us who you are, where you are on this journey of the Irish language. And uh, the question, the more philosophical, the better, as I say. But every question is welcome. So until next time, I have to say, Gurmila Mahagov to Tsukumo, 
who give us this music that you hear on every episode uh, on the Bite Size Irish podcast under Creative Commons license. And I'll leave you with this open question. What are you going to do to make Gaelge Gachla Irish every day? Are you going to come to www.bitesize.irish slash workshop? Ah, that's the first step you could do. Okay, slán tamil.